0: What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome in to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. I am not joined today by Mr. Jason Kupsick. He is taking the day off um, and doing some fun stuff. So, anyway, peeps, how the hell are you? So, yeah, I'm just going to be flying solo on this on this episode of Ectoplasm Show. So guys, how the hell are you? How you been? How's everything going? Staying warm, staying safe, everybody, I hope. Oh, my goodness. But now, but look, we got a couple things. We got a couple little things, a couple little things to uh, talk about. What the hell is that noise? Anyway, I don't know what's going on over here, but that's okay. We're just gonna roll with it. Look, a couple little things to talk about today, but before, before we do that, we have to talk about our good friends over at... Manscaped.com Guys, if you haven't cruised over to check out Manscaped.com you're doing yourself and your uh, your naughty bits a disservice. Okay, so cruise over to Manscaped.com at checkout use the code ECTO that's E-C-T-O at checkout you will save yourself 20% and get free shipping. Which is outstanding. Guys, I am now. Um, of course, I've been hearing. like, I heard about Manscaped and all this fun stuff for, God, a couple of years anyway. And I've always wanted to try it out. And finally got that opportunity, right? And guys, I'm telling you. The, the Lawn Mower 3.0, okay? It is one of the coolest little pieces of technology ever, all right? So check it out. Check out Manscaped. Check out the Lawnmower 3.0, most importantly. No lies, boys. This right here. I'm just going to read this right from the website, okay? It's ceramic blade, high-performance, skin safe, okay? Skin safe. We also improved the sharp, durable, skin-safe ceramic blade to hold the edge longer so it's less likely to nick your nugs. How about that? So, guys, I'm telling you, Manscaped.com is... Use the promo code ECTO, save yourself 20%, get free shipping as well. You are not going to be sorry. Trust me on this. It's amazing. Now, I'm going to play something here. I'm going to play a little something something here. Let me see if we can get this pulled up so you guys can hear it. This is audio only right now. Let's see. American Airlines not denying possible UFO spotting and says quote talk to the FBI this has been going around um, the interwebs now for just a couple days so here we have some uh, some audio let's listen in have any targets up here we just had something go right over the top of us that I hate to say it, this looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us have any targets up here we just had something go right over the top of us that I hate to say it, this looked like a long cylindrical object It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast that went right over the top of us wow it's pretty impressive guys it's pretty pretty impressive I mean even the guys like you know I hate to say it um but no American Airlines passenger jet traveling from Cincinnati to Phoenix encountered an apparent UFO over the northeastern New Mexico, or over northeastern New Mexico Sunday afternoon, excuse me, Uh, the pilot on flight 2292 radioed around 1 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time and said that the unidentified object was flying right on top of them. Now, according to a transmission recorded by Steve Douglas on his blog, which is what we just uh, listened to, American Airlines verified to Fox News that the transmission is from flight 2292. I hate to say this. Here's the quote. I hate to say this, but it looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast. It went right over the top of us. What? Just amazing. American Airlines confirmed uh, the radio transmission is, in fact, authentic. Uh, but did not give any further comment on the possible alien encounter. Uh, Let's see here. We got another quote. Following a debrief with our flight crew and additional information received, we can confirm this radio transmission was from American Airlines Flight 2292 on February 21st, an American Airlines spokesperson told Fox News in a statement. Uh, For any additional questions on this, we encourage you to reach out to the FBI. Uh, The FBI did not immediately respond (laughs) to a request for comment. Uh, Flight 2292 was around 37,000 feet at the time of this sighting. Um, And Albuquerque Center did not respond because local air traffic interfered, according to Douglas. Now, the flight went on to land in Phoenix, Arizona, as as planned. Now, New Mexico is home to White Sands Missile Range, which is located in the southern part of the state, and it is described as the Department of Defense's largest fully instrumented open-air range. Now, um, Scott Stearns, the chief of public affairs at White Sands Missile Range, said that the range was not testing anything on Sunday, and also noted the distance between the missile range and northeastern New Mexico, uh, which is about 400 miles. Now, quote, we have no idea what it could have been, or if anything similar has been sighted in the area before, Stern said in a statement. Um, Thousands of UFO sightings are reported each year, guys, but... uh, you know, encounters by pilots have received increased attention recently. In February of 2018, two pilots separately encountered an object uh, beaming light at roughly 50,000 feet in eastern Arizona, and that's the uh, from the Arizona Republic. Um, so you guys can check that out as well. Now, between 2014 and 2015, Navy pilots... Encountered numerous UFO travel, uh, UFOs, excuse me, traveling at hypersonic speeds, up to thirty thousand feet in the air, and that was a uh, uh, from a report from the New York Times. Um, just amazing guys, just absolutely amazing stuff. Um, more and more is coming now to to the surface. It would seem, right? And here we are. Here we are. I mean, we're still scratching our heads. Do I believe that an American Airlines pilot saw some weird cylindrical object that flew right over the top of them? Fuck yes, I do. Because why would he call it in? Why would he call it in? You know, it does also seem that they have been trying to, you know, dot the T's, cross the I's, also dot the lowercase J's. I don't know. Like they're trying to do everything that they can here. Um, It's, it's, it's phenomenal. This is phenomenal. What do you guys think? Um, what do you guys think of this? Most importantly, it, it's it's fascinating stuff. It really is fascinating stuff. I just don't know what to think of it. Ultimately, ultimately, I think we're pretty much there. I think that we are as as a as a human populace. I think we are almost there. I think that we are so close. I do believe we are so close to getting some form of disclosure in some way, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait for the day to happen. Um, what we like, what I guess ultimately terrifies me the most, uh, as you guys know that have listened to the show, I freaking hate aliens. You know, they scare the shit out of me. Probably because we we're unsure, we're unsure of their intentions. Right now. Maybe the government knows. Maybe the government is, you know, they do understand what their intentions are. Maybe they've been in contact now for decades. I have no idea. But at the same time, here we are. We're still just sitting here. We're scratching our heads, patiently, patiently waiting on disclosure. Who are they? What do they want? How long have they been here? That's another big one. My God. It's like, how long has this been going on? Um, it's, it's fascinating stuff. So, let's do this. These, uh, these stories are coming from a good pal of mine called Reality Remixer, um, who was nice enough to be like, hey, dude, check out these stories. And I was like, I'm going to use these stories. This one, guys, this one I just saw come across my newsfeed yesterday, actually. Um, And so I'm really glad that uh, our pal Reality Remixer was able to send this link over to me because I didn't have time to read it at the time of me seeing it. Now, it says scientists discover massive pipeline in the cosmic web connecting the universe. Now, I'm not quite sure exactly what this all means, but guys, we're going to kind of unpack this together. Um, It says here a new study. Reveals, quote, by far the best evidence, unquote, for the elusive cosmic filaments that supercharge ancient galaxies with cold gas. If you peer into the deep reaches of time and space to glimpse the universe when it was just a few billion years old, you'll see an ancient era populated by many massive galaxies. Now, simulations suggest that these uh, galactic behemoths must have been fed by cold gas and dark matter filaments, structures that make up the cosmic web that connects galaxies in the universe. But the nature of these gas infusions has remained, remained murky in the absence of direct observation. Now... Oh, God, I'm going to fuck up this name. Anyway, now, scientists (laughs) led by, it's H A I F U. Okay, so Hai Fu, I hope I'm saying this correctly. Hai Fu, um, an associate professor of astronomy at the University of Iowa, have spotted where they describe, or what they describe as, a quote unquote pipeline. That's gas filament feeding an enormous galaxy that formed when the universe was 2.5 billion years old, about one-fifth of its current age. Okay, so back in its its infancy, basically. Now, the discovery, uh, which was years in the making, confirms long-standing models that suggest star-forming material is delivered to huge galaxies via these cosmic filaments. So now, according to a study published on Wednesday in the Astrophysical um, Journal. So we're going to have to check that out, too. Now, quote, This is by far... What the fuck? Son of a bitch. All right. Says, this is by far the best evidence that we have for this mysterious gas streams, said Fu in an email. While previous studies have detected possible filaments in the past, they weren't able to capture detailed chemical information to support the origin as inflows, he added. So Fu and his colleagues, in contrast then, were able to identify the, uh, the chemical signatures of the gas stream in the galaxy that they studied. Now, thanks to the very rare and fortuitous alignment of giant luminous bodies around it, the galaxy, which is known as SMM J0913, is a part of a larger cosmic neighborhood that contains two radiant. Qu- oh, God. Quasars? I'm going to fuck all of this up, guys. I'm going to say Quasars, which are. Special galactic cores that are among the most brightest phenomenon in the universe. Now, because the two quasars are locked, or excuse me, are located behind SMM J0913 from our perspective on Earth here, the brilliant objects backlight the foreground galaxy, enabling Fu's team to view never-before-seen details of the gas stream that nourishes this growing entity. The stream stood out in a silhouette against two bright quasars, Fu explained. Now, using spectral information captured uh, by the Atacama Large Millimeter Submillimeter Array, or ALMA, A-L-M-A, currently the largest radio telescope on Earth, the team probed the abundance of chemicals in the filament. The results showed that the stream lacked heavy elements such as aluminum, uh, carbon, iron, magnesium, since the environment inside massive galaxies like SMm J zero nine one three is cons- are constantly being enriched with heavy elements, which are spewed out by the explosion of stars this telltale hint demonstrated that gas was getting piped in from outside of the galaxy from a depleted environment now cosmic simulations have then proposed that these these narrow filaments can explain how cold gas gets pumped into galaxies without being disrupted by the hot atmospheric surroundings of such gargantuan entities. But actually, detecting these filaments is a tough hurdle to clear. Now Fu and his colleagues poured over observations of 70,000 galaxies over a period of five years before they tracked down the perfect system that contained SMM J0913. Quote, the understanding of the systems took many years, so it has been a gradual realization synthesizing data from various telescopes, he said. Uh, he then added uh, that he was excited when the final piece of this jigsaw puzzle was then in place and felt a tremendous relief when he received the spectral information from ALMA that confirmed that SMM J0913 was the exact right type of galaxy needed to illuminate this question. It showed that I didn't waste the precious telescope time, and we indeed found something interesting, Fu added. Now, while the new study represents a breakthrough in our understanding of how massive galaxies formed in the early universe, there's still plenty of work left to be done. The team only looked at two points along this stream, leaving room for follow-up studies uh, to attempt to you know, see its full physical extent. Now, Fu said which he hopes to attempt uh, to do in March using the Keck uh, Observatory atop what is this? Mauna Kai in in Hawaii. So, in the long term, here's this quote, in the long term we would need to find more streams around the massive galaxies um, and I wonder how we can achieve that efficiently using existing telescopes. Guys, this is this is fascinating stuff. it really is. Um, again, learning more and more, learning more and more all the time about you know the galaxy, you know, just space in general, which is interesting to me because we do now at this point in time, we know more about space than we know about our own our own oceans. Now think about that. We know more about space and galaxies and planets and planetary systems than we know about our own oceans. Now, primarily, obviously, like certain parts of our oceans, obviously, we're not going to be able to touch for a very long time because they are astronomically deep and with pressure and all of that stuff. I mean, anything you're going to send down there is probably just going to freaking you know, bust. It's going to explode in some way, shape or form. I don't know, but imagine what the hell is living at the bottom of our oceans. Like what the hell is down there? I don't know, but it is fascinating to me, like talking about space. And I think, I don't know, like maybe we kind of touched on it, right? Maybe we kind of touched on it earlier with the idea of, you know, UFOs, right? The, the potential for for life outside of what we know the potential for intelligent life out there somewhere and again more and more and more sightings are are happening daily daily and now it's kind of cool because everybody has a you know a cell phone or whatever in their pocket and they can just pull it out and they can you shoot whatever um It is important, I think, that we look at some of this stuff with a little bit more scrutiny just because of the simple fact that any five-year-old kid with a computer can now manipulate footage in a very specific way to make it look goddamn legit. You know, that, oh, an alien landed, or excuse me, a spacecraft landed on Earth or something like that. Like, of course, we can do this. Um it's just, I th- so it's, it's a difficult time, right? Like, we have all of this technology. We can deep fake fucking anything. And now we're having sightings left, right, up and down. And the government is finally starting to talk about it. They're being a little bit more open and, and honest about this. Um, I mean, the American Airlines story is, is a prime example. You know, there's, <laughs> like, we don't know what the hell this was. Talk to the FBI. Or maybe talk to the CIA. I don't know. It's like, but guys, I mean, fuck, talk to the Air Force. I don't know, man. Like, something is crazy here. Something is going on. That is for sure. And it does seem that we're getting closer and closer. So instead of looking at our oceans, obviously, now we are looking up. It's, it's very interesting to me just like how history kind of starts to echo. Right? Like, I mean, you think back to the 60s. Think back to the, the 60s and everything that we've read about the 60s, things that some of us have experienced, you know, the 60s. You think about, like, the civil unrest. You think about this. You think about that. You think about the space race. You know, you think about all of that. And now you look at today. <laughs> you look at 2020 and 2021, and you look at civil unrest. And it's not quite a space race that we have going on. However... It is something that is going on. We have the introduction of you know Space Force, right? We have the introduction of that. Um, we have government officials who are still holding office, by the way. <laughs> government officials who are still um, involved in the military, active members of the military um, coming forward. And, and saying these things, these are not deathbed confessionals like we have been used to for the last three, four, five decades now. These are not deathbed confessionals. These are these are high-ranking government officials who are still on the payroll who are coming forward in a very public way saying we don't know. However, like these are not of this earth. Now that's something. Like the gravitas behind that statement is, that's it. Now in the next five years, what will we know? In the next five years, I can look back on episode 369 here of the Ectoplasm Show and I can be like, man, we were so dumb. It was right in front of us the whole time. Or man, we had no idea. Or wow, look at how much stuff came out in 2021, in 2022, in 23, in 24, whatever, I am excited for that, I am excited for knowledge, I'm excited for that, um, maybe, and just maybe, like, because we start talking about aliens and all of this shit, right, and then we start, our brains do funny things, don't they, we start talking about aliens, and because we don't know, we start to connect dots. Or at least we attempt to start connecting dots. Oh, what if it's this? What if it's that? What if it's this? Or what if it's that? I don't know. We, we entertain a lot of like conspiratorial type of you know thinking, right? And a lot of conspiratorial mind processes, I suppose. And there's nothing wrong with that. But then what the fuck happens to all of us? (laughs) Once we actually know what is going on, what is the next step? Do we get an alien being on the ectoplasm show for an interview? Like, what? Wouldn't that be something in 10 years? To be speaking to someone from another planet on a show very similar to this. Will that become the norm? What will happen? Like... Conspiratorial anything concerning extraterrestrials will be out the window, won't it? But then at the same time, it I was oh god, and here's more conspiracy. Shit, I'm doing it right now, guys. My brain is doing it right now, and here it is. <laughs> like, oh, will we ever stop? Will we ever stop? I don't know, and maybe this is the game plan give them something. Give them something to talk about. Give them something to, uh, to believe that aliens are real and that way then they start to trust the government more. I don't know if that makes sense. Give them the information that they want so then they can trust us. And then, of course, our brains go into more conspiratorial things and be like, well, why would we need to trust you? We already are supposed to trust you. So why would we need to trust you more? Is there something bigger coming down the pipeline that we're not quite privy to? Like what is happening? This is, see, do you see what my brain is doing right now, guys? And we could go on and on and on for there. Uh from there, excuse me, for for fucking hours. We could. We could absolutely do that. I don't know. What I do know is it's an exciting time to be alive, okay? It is an exciting time to be experiencing this. As it's happening, it will be an exciting time to one day sit down with my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren and talk about how this all went down and show them episodes of The Ectoplasm Show and be like, look how fucking crazy granddad was, <laughs> all that fun stuff. Guys, oh my goodness, regardless, I, I appreciate the hell out of you guys um, tuning in, listening every week Um All of that fun stuff. 913-730-7255 is the phone number if you want to call, text, um, send Jason um, naughty pictures. I don't know. Not naughty pictures. Don't send him naughty pictures. But maybe send him... What if we send him, like, cute kitty pictures? 913-730-7255. Send him some cute, like, kitty pictures pictures or something like that like kitties and cups and and kitties on flowers and kitties in meadows and and things like that um do that and he'll be like what the hell did you do so <laughs> definitely try that so guys i appreciate you so much thank you guys so much for everything that you do for us the love the support the kind words even the negative words we don't care it's amazing we love feedback guys we love it we love you but thank you so much for listening And we will talk to you all very soon. Peace out.